Oh yeah, it's time once again for the podcast you know and love. All that is all that is with DJ Wig and the crew. Here they are, ready to talk about everything from political-ish, movie-ish, sport-ish, and even just plain crazy-ish. Ish. Enjoy ish. all that ish. Man, somebody should have said something about it. Yeah. Oh shit. It's your man DJ Wig, aka Amazing. I know y'all are happy that we're here. Uh, heck of a show, as always. A very very good show headed your way but hey let's stop all the bulls shall we and let's let's all right uh in the studio with me tonight is the one that they call Todd. hello everybody thank you thank you thank you appreciate it appreciate it mm-hmm. also We've got uh, King Dino. Dino. Greetings and salutations, everyone. And uh, we got a we got another guest, man. Y'all seem to like it when we have these guests and and everything. This this gentleman is uh is a very very interesting gentleman. Now he as 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 other folks that we've had on the show, um. You can you can spout a few things off about this person. He is, you know what? I should. I'm trying to think. Should I even really get down into it like this? <sighs> I don't know. Cause some of the stuff is just like it'd be better if we, you know what? Y'all give it up for none other than Brian Dwayne. Give it up for Brian. Dwayne. <laughs> oh guys, thanks for having me, man. Thank you. Yeah, originally from from Brooklyn or the Bronx. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, so. Brooklyn. Why'd you have to make that face when I? Why'd you make that face when I said the Bronx? What was? You know what? Don't they're answer. They're cannot. They're very much uh, not related. Not they're they're close, but they're not not quite the same. Yo, y'all couldn't see the face he gave me. It was he was like, excuse me, how dare you? No, but welcome, welcome to the show, man. We're glad we're glad you're here. Uh, Brian Thanks. is the curator of Black Touch, and yo, this thing is. I mean, as soon as you go to the site, if you haven't gone to the site right now, right now, while you're listening, because it's not going to interrupt the, the show right now, as you're listening to all that ish, go to blacktouch.com and it's spelled B-L-K touch, all one word. Check it out. That's right. And then uh, and and see what you what you think. But it ju- it jumps out at you. That's all I'm going to say. It just jumps out, out at you. He is a curator, uh, the creative mind. The genius, if you will, behind Black Touch. For folks who don't know, Brian, can you please tell them what Black Touch is? Okay. Uh, yeah. So Black Touch is the world's only pro-black erotic website uh, that focuses on creating content that like depicts us in a more holistic way, um, and it also is more feminine leading in in, in that uh, I wanted to create content that black women could look at, enjoy, and feel comfortable about and not feel sort of disgusted when they hit stop. Ooh, <laughs> so yeah. That's yeah. So that they're so, not being called gutter bitch winch, uh, you know, throws her legs behind, you know, all that silliness. Okay. See, and that's the thing, like it's not like 
it doesn't go there on the site. There's plenty of like real extreme and you know interesting stuff, but it's like you don't have to demean the people in the scene in order for it to be in order for it to be, you know. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Now, that's an interesting line of work to get into. How did how did that go about? Did, have you always done this, or did you do something else? Or? Yeah, well, I, in my technical background is I'm a network engineer. God, uh, for like twenty years. Twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 20 years. I did network engineering for a bunch of companies, some that you've heard of. Um, and basically what that means is I was working on equipment that ties the internet together. Got it. So like fire, load bouncers, switches, stuff like that. Um, but during that period of time, I picked up photography and I was doing photography for maybe six or seven years. And it was mostly implied nude photography of black women because okay. that's I love black women and all their shapes, sizes, and hues. So, no doubt, no doubt. Um, so I created. I was I was generally creating that content all the time, and then I created something a little bit more, let's say, spicy, like sensual, at the beginning of 2019, um, and it went. It got really popular, and I decided to essentially create a brand to house this more erotic-based photography that I was doing. Uh, and within about a year and a half, it went from telling photo stories to telling videos to support those photo stories to eventually creating triple uh, X videos um, that still have the same premise behind it, which is show us in a very authentic way, including our vulnerability, our intimacy with each other, um, our us in a natural way and not just sort of for a spectacle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So folks loving each other as opposed to just fucking. Well, they be fucking in there too, you know? <laughs> but it's never, it's never <laughs> because you know you can't, you could, you could, you could try to capture intimacy, um, but there's cameras, there's lights, right? So, yeah. Yeah. and sometimes the people who are partnered in a scene, they don't know each other very well. So I don't force people to like do stuff that's unnatural to them. Yep. Um, what I do is I allow them, I, I set a stage for them to enjoy themselves. And my partner and I, we just basically run around and capture it and I edit it down. Got it. So what usually happens is because people see the sort of the the thing that makes it the actual connection di- different is the intimacy that they sort of train themselves to be intimate when they're shooting with me. But it's never like a, a necessary thing. Okay. Dino, yeah, you, you, your, your ears perked up when he was talking about <laughs> photography. No. Well, I mean, so I, I, I tell you what, man, I'm, you know, and we, we spoke a little bit before uh, the podcast began, um, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of listening to you, what, what I, what I love hearing is, you know, your, your look, a, a lot of times we are presented improperly um, in, in so many ways. And, and I, I've got to imagine, you know, in the world of um, adult film, uh, there, that's no, that's, that's, that's absolutely no, um, it's the same way. So it sounds to me like you're, you're really taking a a moment and presenting us for exactly who we are, you know, these, these in, in, in the world of just erotic culture. Right. Um, but, but there's, it sounds a lot like, and we haven't said it, but, but I hear it. There's a respect factor here. 
Yeah, indeed. Yeah, you know, there's a there's there's a respect factor, and I think a lot of times, and that's that's missing in in film and and that film industry in a lot of places anyway. And some people look at it for that, but it sounds to me that that your focus isn't just you know the the act of sex, but there's there is a respect and a dignity behind it, and I I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, if you if you love black people, <laughs> you want to see them shown, you know, it's not, we're, we're not a monolith, right? There's good, there's bad, but if everything we can, we're able to consume in the mainstream space is essentially us being boiled down to a ghetto bitch and a thug and all this, you know, baby mama and all this, the stereotypical stuff, right? Um, then it's, it, there's a wide space there for creating the opposite. And if I could get into it a little bit, the if you look at the mainstream um, content, you have to think about who is that made for. And so f- for the most part, it's made for white male consumption. And then you got to ask yourself, if white men are consuming this content and it's being marketed to them, when did white men start caring about black pleasure? When did they start caring about black women's pleasure? Um, it really is not profitable for these large companies to start caring at that level because they don't think there's an actual audience. And just like you know, many cases, they're not going to think there's an actual audience until you prove there is one. But you and I know that Black women have an incredible buying power. They have an incredible um, when they latch onto a brand, it does well. Like you know, we know about Beyonce and Rihanna and Honeypot and all of these things that just serve them do so well because you're speaking to their needs directly. And this is sort of the mindset behind the content. I don't want someone to sign up and then feel bad about the, about the work that they're consuming. There's plenty of that shit out there. I, I know that I basically I'm offering an alternative, you know? Man, and it's much appreciated. Like you said, it's a, sm- it's a small, it would be considered by, by mainstream to be a small niche, which they don't really care about. They don't see the importance of it, but are you ever fearful that uh, you and, and others like you that are uh, promoting uh, a healthy, natural look at erotica for black folks, uh, that that might be once it once you've shown that it is lucrative, that it'll be taken over kind of in the same fashion that the mainstream has taken over. Hip-hop? Culture vultures. Yeah. Same vultures. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is that a fear? Is that a fear <laughs> that you have? I don't, I don't think about it. I mean, I have thought about it, but I don't focus on that because we see it all the time that, um, so first off, the first thing that I'm doing is I'm having a sensitivity towards our people when I'm coming up with con- writing stories, scripts, and setting up the stage, right? Now, someone could look through all the content and get that through line. And my bigger concern, my bigger interest is not to be the one and only place to find this content. Really, I would think there should be more of this content in the world. Now, to be honest, I spent tons of hours telling people exactly what I do, how I do it, why I do it. I don't hide the, the tools that I've developed over these last four years from people, right? Because my goal is to to inspire and support the creation of more erotica that sees us in this way yeah black touch is just probably the first per first sustained effort to do that but i don't think it will be the last and i don't think it's a bad thing to have multiple people 
who have this focus creating content because I'm there's things I won't shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And there's so you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You're a trailblazer. You're a trailblazer. I was just gonna like give you yeah, thank you. Now. Dude. You know, you're setting the foundation for people to like build off upon what you are doing. But I did have a question. Um, sure. How do you? I don't want to sound creepy, but how do you go about recruiting models for your um, videos uh, for your shows for your product? You wouldn't believe how easy that is. That that's like the easiest. Oh, Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you know, start getting all um, tongue tied and stuff. Look at him; he ready to find somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, really? I got some. Let me shut up. <laughs> you got to think about it, right? Like, if you put out incredible work or a work that's that's distinct enough, it's going to attract people to it. Yeah. And I was already doing photography before this. I have a, a reputation for being respond. You know, like being not a handsy photographer and focused on the work and creating. And so when it was time for me, and when I decided to do this and I reached out to people, they trusted me. Right. Mm -hmm. And I also don't put the work over the people. So let's say I, I, in the beginning when I was shooting and I would, I would ask certain people and they would say, maybe I would say, listen, you get the decision. You make the decision. If when I present you the final product, if this is going to go out, and they love it so much that they want to put it out there. They want to be a part of it. And so if you build a catalog of work that that more, more or less got better over the span of time and more and more people were, you know, saw it, I get DMs all the time. How do I work with you? How do, how can I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Right now there's a form on the website in the, under the main menu called what want to shoot. I get submissions maybe two or three a day hmm. without, without a question. What was the website again? <laughs> it's blk for our listeners for our listeners <laughs> it's blktouch.com yeah. so people mm. submit i done already submitted son <laughs> <laughs> god dang and i have like a, a, a really technical background so i have like a whole system for managing submissions and talent and all that stuff okay um but yeah like attracting people is always more is better than going out there and hopping in people's dms you feel me so Definitely. it's yeah. like focus Word on about too. I'm sure the product also speaks for itself yeah man hey speaking of people Definitely. jumping up in folks uh dms uh oh gosh not to be outdone what you got what you hey. got to say Dr. Hey, I just want to say hello to China. I see you sending balloons over here. We watching you. This motherfucker, man. Also, <laughs> also we have none other than Henny Love from Upper Bath. Shalom. Shalom. Y'all getting all political, man. God damn. You really about to get us kicked off. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so I'm glad you gentlemen joined us. Uh, let, let's let's do this. Um, Cad, you, you I, I, it looked like you had another question other than, you know, trying to be a star on Black Touch. Man, don't be putting my name out there like that. Man. He trying to hop in a film. He trying to hop in the film. See, um, now that was my original question. Oh, how can you get on? Okay, got it. Got it. Okay, cool. How can I be down? How can I be down? Surprise you play Brandy song. <laughs> you know? Uh Henny, you and Dr. Brooks just came on. Uh and we're sitting with uh Mr. Brian. CB Wayne. time. And yeah, right. Uh he is the owner, curator, uh content maker 
uh, director, uh, videographer, um, cinematographer, excuse me, of Black Touch. And if you, I, if I put it in the uh, in the chat room, but if you haven't had a chance to uh, check it out, oh, you're yeah, I saw out? it. Yeah, look at him. See, mm-hmm. quick with it. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I seen it. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah. No, I was, I was. Um, what had happened was he was invested that, in research. <laughs> research. Last no, last night, um, you know, I saw the links, and this is before I actually, you know, read his his bio, and I was like, what is this? And I clicked on it, and then. Um, there was balls. There was balls. It was like, it was like right there. <laughs> and, was, and then I and then I showed my wife, and she was like, "Oh!" And then uh, and then yeah, then I went back and read the bio. I will say that um, I think all of us have have been connoisseurs of erotica from an early age. Connoisseurs and uh, connoisseurs. And Why I, will say that- I never. <laughs> all the stuff on the on the site from what I saw, I was actually, you know, pleasantly surprised because it's actually shot like really well Thank um, you. compared to a lot of the stuff that you see. You want to see that microwave, but they I think when it comes to us, um they don't put much thought in in in, in regards to like creativity. That part. You know, it's kind of yeah. It's kind of treated as something you know that that you can kind of throw away instead of actually crafting stories and and creating some of what of an art you know that goes along with it. So, so just me watching that, like I was, uh, I was happy. I was happy to see that that you know that we actually have somebody who, who who's you know taking stuff like he that seriously. So. so you were turned on, basically. I, was, I picked that up too. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was very happy. So. He showed it to the wife, the and then we didn't hear anything else. Say what? It doesn't click just that one box, you know. Yeah, yeah. We all know it's connoisseurs as the ebony section. You know. <laughs> yeah, there's no need to select ebony. Um, <laughs> and it's it's uh, first off, thank you. I uh, Appreciate uh, the kind words about the work. Um, yeah, the focus is always going to be on. Cause, all right, so it's like a confluence of, of like a several things. Like I'm, I like telling stories. I love shooting. I'm a technical person, so I built a website. It's like all these things sort of like come together. And as I get a chance to um, create more, I'm always trying to push myself to do what I haven't before. So like stories are going to be a little bit more involved. Um, doing maybe multiple a series of things, right? Um, all of this is is everyone has like the, the I think the ability to do this. But the reason why when let's say we look at the content that we consume when we were younger, um, and even now, majority of the reason why the stuff that features us does not feel consistently professional is because it doesn't have to to make money, right? Uh, and if you're first and foremost, if your first objective is to make money, then you're going to do what makes the most sense in regards to making money. And to be honest, I like what I'm doing. It makes money, but I, I swear to you, if I were to just just shoot sex the way that I could and publish more content at a, at a faster rate, I'd make ten times what I make now. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. But. Yeah, like the goal is a bit higher than just to create a bunch of content and make a lot of money. It's to build a foundation for something bigger later on. Somebody had a question. 
Um, by looking at the site, I noticed that you put black folks in different spaces that were, I guess, typically not used to seeing. Um, you know, I saw, you know, a couple clips or whatever that, you know, looked like they were, you know, doing some sort of bondage and, you know, you know, things of, of that nature. And I was just wondering, um, I don't know, I don't know necessarily how to, how to say it, but. I, mean, I just obviously- can speak on that a bit, right? So I don't come, so I come up with concept, but mm-hmm. the concept come after understanding what the talent is interested in open to do. Got it. So I don't, I don't you know, wake up in the morning and go, ooh, and then go find someone that knows how to do Shabari and Thai people. I basically like connect and I find out who I'm working with. And then I, um, and now I know who, and I know probably when and where we'll be shooting. And then I craft a story around that because it's much easier to go that way. You think the way regular production, let's say in, in Hollywood works, they come up with this idea, this, and then they got to go find a location and they have to shoot it at this time of day. And all. So when you have like the idea first, you have to spend a ton of money and energy and effort to, to, to bring everything together to create this product. But with me, I start with, because I have limitations, I start with the people and I start with the time and I craft the concept around it. Yeah. So yeah, there's BDSM in there. Um, in fact, there's a, the BDSM community, the Black BDSM community is very familiar with the work because of the type of people I work with or the, for the people who I've worked with in the beginning. They're popular. I create this content and we share it. So I will shoot with a particular person. I'll give them the content and they can publish it and, um, and uh, sell it however they see fit. And I essentially get a piece of piece of content to serve my audience with. That's the the way it's structured. I got I got one more point. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish, but uh. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 Have you had? Have you had any shoots that I guess? Uh, Ended faster than you than you wanted to because <laughs> because of talent. Yeah, yeah, uh, very very much so. But that, here's the deal: like, so the first thing is to create something genuine, right? So a lot of the times, not a lot, but a good portion of the time, we don't even get to start because the male's not able to rise to the occasion. Let's say, or. I've had a shoot that ended in 40 seconds, you know, like literally, because you can tell from the time we started to the time it finished, he finished. You can look back at the footage. It's like, that was just 40 seconds. Are you serious? But don't you worry but about here's it, bitch. Deal. I know somebody like it. <laughs> but yeah, like there have been shoots that, that, that run short and don't finish. But you know, no, the whole thing isn't built off of just one shoot. I'm always, I just take it, take the L, and I move on. Or we all take the L, I guess. Mm. I'm saying, unless you just use the same cutaway over and over to make that man look like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Look, look, I, I just want to know what the conversation was afterwards. I mean, what was what, what was that like? Well, it usually sounds the same from guy to guy. 
I don't know what happened, man. Usually this never happens to me. Yeah, there it is. Usually, you know, usually in that. He's like, it must be the light or something. And they, you know. But here's the deal. I also know I won't get in front of the camera. So I'm not gonna like make fun of somebody that has the gall, the 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 you know, the courage to do what I wouldn't do. I'm like, you you know what, you're better than me. You gave it a shot, let's move on, you know. Yeah, one shot. Yeah. But here's also the deal, like I also focus mostly on women's pleasure. So a guy not finishing in the scene is not like a, the end of the world for me. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, if we could agree on this, that when we watch this content, generally men are looking to see how the woman's being pleased, right? You're not just looking at, oh, the guy's having such fun, right? Yeah. And the truth is women look at content, you know, heterosexual content and want to see other women being pleased because that's like a proxy for them. So my 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 I, I, it would be great if guys have as much fun as they can and everything's great, but I always try to focus in on the women's experience and her pleasure. So the with the angles that I shoot from, the way that I edit it, all of that stuff sort of like feeds into that. Gotcha. Got it. Yeah. So like anybody else, especially black people, whenever we do something. We always have obstacles in place. So I was just mm -hmm. curious, like, and I'm not asking you to say any names, but what are some of uh, the obstacles that you have faced with your business, with your product, and how have you overcome them? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't really see. It's kind of interesting. I don't see people and stuff as obstacles like that. It's sort of a mindset thing since, since I started this, like, Anything I want to do, I'm going to make it happen, right? And the challenges that come up in between are sort of that challenges, not like problems. Like these things are here for me to like tackle and, and overcome. Mindset. Yeah, it's a mindset thing. So I would tell you, tell you this, you know, I, I went to Vegas at the beginning of the year. They had the AVNs out there. There are people that have been in communication with me, let's say for four or five months before then. Then the time came to shoot and a bunch of them, renege they pull out you know like whatever right but i've already booked a location I've, I've flown out there i've i've invested a bunch of money but the way that i look at it is if it wasn't meant to be it's not going to be i don't get hung up on oh we were supposed to do this or i'm supposed to work with that person or oh, they fucked me over i never really look at it that way what i'm looking at is how do i going to get the most out of this experience of being out here with my equipment and the opportunity to shoot and not for nothing because the brand is sort of like getting traction. It's not hard for me to reach out to other people and say, Hey, I'm in town, let's get something done. Um, and if things align, then great. If it doesn't align, I'll have a vacation in Vegas. You know, mm. I don't, I don't get down at all. Like my, my lady, she's my partner and she shoots with me. Right. She'll tell you, I never get upset <laughs> at all. Like, I got attacked by a box in, in Russia this morning. I had my breakfast and I'm work. I work the site. I locked them with the. Um, I'm in, like I said, I'm in IT, so I, I basically did the work that I have to do, and I don't get upset that these things pop up. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, it does. Biggest blocker. The real biggest blocker is is myself. Like if I choose, if I delay too long before I go and book people and then I show up and I've invested all this money and things don't roll out. I'm usually the bigger problem out of everything that comes up. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Man, uh, if there are no other questions, Brian, I know you're a busy man. I will uh, invite you to stay uh, on for the entire podcast. But is there anything that you would like to say that maybe we didn't we didn't cover? Um, no, not really. I just want to say thanks for having me on. I don't do too much press. Uh, and that the site, again, like I mentioned before, its focus is about Black erotica, seeing us as whole people, telling stories that feel grounded. Um, and if you were in, if that sounds interesting to you, go ahead and check out blktouch.com. Um, and I'm like super open. If you guys hop in my DMs to talk, right? I don't need dick pics and all that stuff. Um, or if you've ever thought, this is the other thing. This is the cool thing. God, wait a cool minute. Thing. This is the cool thing about the work that I do, right? Because I approach it in a non-passionate way, like I said, it's just work through things. Uh, because I approach it in this non-passionate way where I sort of work through things, the focus allows, especially women, to feel like if they've ever had an idea about doing this type of content, I'm more likely the type of person that they would treat with versus majority of the stuff that's out there, right? So when I say hop in my DMs, people literally come to me like, hey, can I, how can I shoot with you? How can I, you know, I'm in Nebraska. Can I, can I come there and shoot and so on and so forth? Um, and for those people, I would say, go ahead, go to the website, go to the link in the menu uh, and click on want to shoot with a question mark and fill that form out. And yeah, and I'll be in touch with you guys soon. But I do have to hop off. I do appreciate you guys having me on, man. I really do. Thank you. Thank you. Well, much success. I know that's right, man. Thank you Good for stopping by, you, man. No problem, guys. You guys take care. All right. Brian Dwayne, y'all. Give it up. Give it up. Hey. <laughs> I think Dino's trying to. I saw you typing. You, you trying to get in on that? Bro, I'm submitting. I'm submitting everything. <laughs> He's like, I'm about to be out there. Hey, look, look, y'all don't. Hey, hey, y'all don't know. I even submitted under y'all's name. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Woo. No, I, I'm just kidding, man. You know what? That's that's real cool, though, man. Like I said, it's it's representation in in so many different arenas means everything. And and so you know, I I love what he said, but that the fact that he's looking to you know, it's, it, I mean, yeah, it's to make money. It's a pleasurable thing, but he's still looking to represent us the, in, a, in a light that, that is, that's worthy of who we are. And I, I love that, man. That's something I've never really thought about that in that arena, you know? So good, yeah. good, good on him, dude. Yeah, indeed, man. Okay. <laughs> what in the world was that? Anyway, um, moving on, we got, uh, we got some topics we need to, we need to get to. Um, before we get too far into some things, God dang, somebody mute that man. Sheesh, I know who it was too. I ain't got to put him out there, but no, that wasn't you, Doctor Brooks. I, I know. I just couldn't ask say all the stuff I wanted to say during that um last interview. Did you go to the website? Because I would have been all in the red. So I just kind of was just quiet because hey, I was you ever quiet. Seen the ladies, man, you ever seen the movie The Ladies Man? <laughs> yeah. Yes. When he when he's in that having that interview with that nun and he's fighting to say everything he wants to say, 
The butt. Because it's with a nun. Yeah, that was that was Dr. Brooks. The oh, whole look, everything y'all said was nasty. Like, <laughs> they said, in case something comes up. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah, he went down on me. Oh, God, I can't. Shit, I can't quit. Anyway. Oh, hey, Cad was the nastiest. Cad was like, "Can I get it? How do I get in one of the films?" <laughs> you, hey, you was trying to. Why are you listening? I put the H on it to emphasize it's nigga. Nigga. You said, can, "Can me and DJ Wig be in the same film?" <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. Hey, it was hey, I saw it on your faces, you nasty bastard. You need Jesus. <laughs> Ain't nobody saying nothing like that. Oh you hey, thought it. No, okay, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, listeners. Uh, I'm just telling you what gosh. I thought. All right. Uh moving this along. From what we already know, listeners. Moving along. Hey. Listeners, by the way, if you are under the age of 18, do not go on that site. And if you are <laughs> under the age of 18, you should be listening to this podcast anyway, you nasty mother ass motherfucker. <laughs> Look. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And Henny Love was like, yeah, so me and my wife watched it. We saw balls, right? So then, <laughs> so then, so anyway, about an hour and a half, we got out the shower and we're talking about it. <laughs> I'm like, look at you, trying to make a baby. Balls. Trying to be all in the video. <laughs> <laughs> right? Literally. Balls. Um... <laughs> Hey, Bill Bellamy has oh some, some comments. I'm sorry, y'all have my He's old sipping. chest hurting that whole interview. He's sipping too. Um, you, you ain't got your pinky up. <laughs> um, check it out, check it out. Bill Bellamy had a couple things to say about uh, a particular football player. I know y'all heard about Tony Romo. Come on, Tony. Not Romo. God damn it, Tony. Tony Romo. Damn near said the N-word on, on, on live TV. And then the people are going to take up for him. He, no, he wasn't. He wasn't going to say that. He was going to say Niners. Ain't no Niners on the field, Tony. People always trying to make up for people's real. That's what they really want to say when they say it by mistake. That's what people get off. They don't realize that's what people really want to say. Like, like what was he going to say? Neapolitan Masters was about to tackle him? He's about to say the nectarines, all three of them nectarines was about to... Oh, my God. All, all three of them Nova Scotias. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey. Real talk, I almost fell for that because I thought, oh, he's just saying Niners. I saw red, and then I looked, I they don't know goddamn Niners. Those are goddamn teams. Maybe he was. Maybe he was, He hey, he was just, he, he lost his way a little bit. He thought it was the Niners. Do, do we have copy of, do we have copy of the, um, oh, yeah. the actual telecast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand by. Check this out. Check this out. The extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me play it again. Just let me let me play it again. Dude, that's funny. <laughs> the extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play. Right there, you got three. You talked about this is the best tackling team. They know. 
Hey, the reason you know he was about to say it is because he completely went a different direction with his comment. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even say, oh, I almost said Niners. Niggas, Stop. he had like three niggas. Oh, but when I heard the fucking telecast, I had to rewind it. Because I was like, there's no fucking way I just heard that shit. I was just happy I wasn't streaming it. I just had the DVR in my hand. I was just like, Huh? <laughs> hey, you can play that joint from Tara Owens. We're like, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. That's oh, my quarterback. Oh, my your crying ass up, Oh my gosh, man. Yo, so, so, yeah, there was a re- little reroute on him. He did a little reroute. Nah, nah. Three, you got three niggas. No, shit. I almost said I don't care who you are. That's funny. Yeah. He said, "Yo, that's all he had to say." I just see like his boot, his boot partner like slapping his ass in the head. Like you can't say that shit on TV. Yeah, they had three. <laughs> that's all he had to do. And they would have been like, "Oh, you know, Jerry Jones was like, oh, man, that no, way don't say that on TV. We say that behind closed doors.'" Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's too crazy. All right, moving on to <laughs> yeah, <I tell> you. <laughs> Jerry World had fifty-five. Ni- I mean, black people playing in. Jerry World. <laughs> uh, what up, Dino? Huh? You about to say something? No, man. Look, I, I can't wait till Shannon Sharp digs in on it. Oh, bro. He already did. Yeah, he did. But you know what? It it he he said some something in a tweet. He let him off easy. Yeah, he did. Like super easy. Did you see easy. the Did you see the tweet? What did he say in the tweet? No, I didn't see the it was tweet, but I can just imagine since he's in that since he's in the industry now, you know, yeah, can't go too hard on somebody because then he'll be seen a certain way and yep. all the other shit. Dude, I'll never forget when Deion Sanders went in on Tony Romo. There was nothing too soft about that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you say? I'm gonna put my, my does, food. Does he, where, where, where's the uh, show? Um, speak for yourself. Whatever it is that he has with um, old boy, um, plantation guy Skip Bayless. Damn, he said plantation um, guy. Plantation guy. Dang. <laughs> it's Fox. It's Fox. Damn. Right. Oh, man. I'm yeah, it's just one. Sheesh. No, because he had a comment about when old boy Dar- uh, Darwin Ham was on the ground saying, okay, well, we got to get the game going again because there's playoff implications. Yeah, but he, so, I don't know. I took it a whole different way, but I mean, it is what it is. I didn't. <laughs> I don't like Matt Zuma, so I'll just be honest, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to take this time, you know, to just say if you haven't already, go to www dot all that ish dot com get you some merch yay uh shout out to uh christine with the uh yum shirt on somebody who who wrote that who is christine <laughs> how she got got one before i do me oh you know what though you know where yours is right here on top of my dresser i don't i, I gotta get an address man if you want it it's just sitting there in the plastic fresh cool crispy folded it's all yours. You'll be the yeah, first Shannon one to rock Sharp, it. He said, it's what did TV. Say? He said, it's TV. You get hyped and forget sometimes where you are. That's exactly what he that's said. It. That's it. And that's all yeah, he, he said. He was trying to say niggas. He was trying to say niggas. Like, CBS is having interviews and interventions and shit with this nigga. This nigga was trying to say niggas. 
Fuck that nigga. Mm. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but what was crazy? <laughs> but what's you know what? Why don't you play that song right now, nigga? Play that. <laughs> down for my nigga. Look, this is why. Look, you can't get the N word around me because then I just turn to a hilltop so quick. It's so bad. Hey, but you know what though? What is what is kind of crazy though to me is folks were saying that oh, you know, sometimes they allow some of the white players to say it in the locker room. This then the third. Bruh, it hit. I, I'm maybe I'm just from a different generation. What? There is there is no time when it is okay for somebody white, somebody Mexican, somebody anything to sit there and say nigga. I don't know who all be getting these passes, what? man. It's not it's not cool. You know, but my question is, who did, Fat who Joe did, got a, a perpetual pass somehow. Man, fuck him. Wait, well, that's because Fat Joe is in the Bronx <laughs> in in Puerto Rican. Okay, look, you just gave him a pass just now. No, no, they consider themselves to be black. You can oh, so I present as. I, 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 no, so no, he's bro. trying. You know, hey, the thing is, the thing is, they consider themselves to be that black, and 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 how they want to present themselves. They don't have nothing to do with me. That's just what they've been doing since long before any of us were born. Once made me choke on this yak. <laughs> that ain't yak. That's Chardonnay. Dom, Dom got something I'm, I'm to say. Sorry. Hey, I'm any sorry. love from up above? No, what no, say look, you? Look, and, and the thing is, really quick, it's not for me to agree. Like, remember, I I don't use the word period. I don't agree with it, right? Now, and it's not for me to say that somebody who does is right or wrong, unless it's some white dude. Mm. Huh. Okay, Henny. But you agree with making soft porn? Ooh, God. <laughs> Balls. Balls. Oh. Oh, Balls. Oh, it's balls. Now, I miss, like I miss everything that y'all just said. Mm. I don't know. That old book, Big. I was trying to play something else. Big old wolf pussy. You what you mean? You can you hear what we said. I did it because I'm, I muted it because I was talking to my wife, but it sounded like y'all was talking about uh, people that ain't black saying niggas. Is that what you're talking about? Pretty we much. Was talking, well, we were talking, so it, it, show, it went from, you know, whoever said that people could say it in the locker room to talking about like Fat Joe, you know, and, yeah. and every other person from the from the Bronx who, who uses that word. Like I said, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't use it. It's not something that I agree with. That's just me. You know, yeah. whoever you are from New York, if that's sorry, man, I've been in New York. Everybody up there uses that word. You sure. don't stand and tell them they you be can't. smacking, <laughs> you be smacking folks for all day. What I'm you, saying, hey, well, 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 not only that, but look, and it, they're not look. It's not like you in, you know, bumfuck Alabama with with Jethro and his cousin. You know, standing there calling each other that, because they think it's cool. These guys are living a lifestyle that they feel that's what who and who they are and how they represent themselves. Yeah. All right. That's that's them. Hey, have you have you seen the movie This Place Rules? I've not. All right. It's a it's a political it's a political movie. This guy, he initially started off just filming like all this weird stuff across the country and then it kind of turned to the whole January 6th stuff. But at the very beginning of this movie, not a bad movie, you might want to check it out. I think it's on Netflix. Anyway, at the beginning of the movie, there is these two white guys 
that are talking trash to each other. And one of them, he got tattoos to look like the Joker all on his face and everything like that. And he's constantly saying, yeah, that nigga don't want nothing to me. I'll fuck that nigga up. And I'm just looking at it like, feeling some kind of way, like, what kind of bullshit is this? He was amped up. And though I sit there and get the sentiment, it was just like, bro, you little misplaced. Like, how are folks, like, letting you just do all of this, you know? It was just odd. It was just odd. So someone has given Romo a pass in the past, and he almost said it. Like, real talk, I've almost said it in front of people, and and it was just like, oh, John, you know what I mean? I'm in a room full of white people, nah. and I'm about to say nigga. You know what I mean? And it was just like, oh, shit. You know? I've done it. I've done it. But you've done it. <laughs> but you saying three niggas is different than Tony Romo saying fair? three niggas. Hey, but is it fair to say? Totally fair. Yes. Next question. <laughs> is it fair to say that when he was saying it, he simply meant three players? <laughs> he wasn't saying players. <laughs> He's still niggas. The big difference. Has Tony Romo and, and, and I think that's that slippery slope when it's like, oh, okay, it's okay. You know, hey, you're around. We're your friends or whoever. You know, you can say whatever around your friends, and then you turn around. And now you're around people who aren't your friends, and then you have this, this slip up. Uh, you know what? That's partially their fault. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is because guess what? How many of your <clears throat> friends of Asian descent do you call a chink or a jap or anything like that? You don't. None. You don't do that. I know. So I know. how? Your words ain't even in my lexicon. Exactly. Those so, words. It's not the same though. What you mean? It's not the same. It's the same to them. They don't. They don't like me. They don't it's like. It's not the same though, because it ain't like you enslaved. How many Japanese people did we enslave as black folks? And they don't walk around calling each other Japs. They don't do that. No, they. No, 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 no. They don't, because it's derogatory, right? Yeah. Just because we we have been known to go around calling each other this derogatory term does not mean that they wouldn't see that as derogatory. How many of your Latin friends do you sit in and say you a wetback? But I'm just joking because you my boy. Nobody does that. But None. with nigga, they sit there and they feel free enough to sit there and just say it. But, but you know, but we already know why though. I mean, because even Dino pointed out the fact that you know, you have individuals that were raised a certain way and they feel comfortable saying it because that's the lifestyle that they live. But at the same time, we have provided the keys for people to potentially say that word because rap music is the, the most consumed music in the world. Okay. In the world. Okay. So what I'm yeah. saying is ev everybody has access to that word because... Everybody hears it. Yeah, because it's it's popular. It's pop culture popular. Like you're not here if you can't say it. No, I'm I'm just saying. Look on YouTube. One of my favorite videos. It's because of the energy, but it's horrible. Is when Kendrick Lamar does um good. He does Good Kid, Mad City in Toronto. Yeah, in the six. He's up in the six or whatever Drake call it. I don't know. But he does it. There's about 6 million people crammed in like 200 square feet. And that song starts off, man, damn, where you from, nigga? Fuck who you know, right? Okay. 
and he says nigga about eight times <laughs> before he starts rapping. He actually don't even say it that much during the song. The most hyped up part in that song is when them people in the audience get to say nigga. Yeah. And it's because they know when they leave, they don't have carte blanche to say it again. So I think they're so excited to say nigga at the concert that they're like hyper geeked up about that shit on some whole next level shit. But but here's my question, and, and look, this isn't too, uh, you know, this isn't a disagreement in any way, shape, or form. But is it? Are they hyped up about now being allowed to say that word? Or are they hyped up because that's a song that they love and they're rapping around with it or rapping rapping to it? You it's know? it's I, a combination. I think it's real. Look, I think it's real easy. I think it's real easy for us to say somebody's just sitting in the background. They're just waiting so they can finally say this word. That's easy. I promise you, they are. Hey, on my mama. They say with the ah, nigga. But the reality is, is that you know we don't we don't stand there and police each other the way we the way we call each other that word and his thing. No, that's okay. Derogatory. Hold on, hold on. It could be derogatory. It could it could be in a brotherly fashion. It could be so many things. It could be so many things, and it means so many things. And and I I know that everybody on this panel knows that, but but those who are out there outside the circle don't understand that and don't understand that in a particular context it's used for this, in a particular context use that. In fact, you're not even allowed to use it, but we still use that in front of people we use that with with and saying hey we're gonna do it in front of you but you can't do it man look you want to change that then change i gotta that. gotta dis i gotta disagree with you King look here's why if i was off in texas somewhere if i was off in texas with some caucasians and one of them said look here buddy you ain't doing that i ain't his goddamn buddy and he ain't saying it to me to let me know that we're friends to the end. He's basically saying he's going to shoot me because it's Texas. Buddy. Look here. What are, you, what are you talking about? What is he saying? What I had a black dude. Look, I had a situation about a year ago. Black dude I know owed me some money. And he said, yeah, nigga. And I said, I ain't your nigga. Like, I'm about to, like, give him that work. You know, I'm about to clock in, give him that work. I'm not his nigga. You understand what I'm saying? Some people is my nigga. You my nigga. But I ain't his nigga. I'll fuck him up. Okay. On Hilltop. <laughs> you about to say something, Henny. Henny, you about to say something. But but I'm I'm still trying to get to the point where he said, like, I'm gonna let you finish. You, know, it, 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 <laughs> you, you don't you go ahead, go ahead. I'm, Thank I'm, you, I'm, King. I don't, I, don't even, King. I don't even know how I wanna say that. There's so much. I'm just like, yo, I got if, one, if I don't want somebody to I got one question for you. How many of your white friends Call you nigga. None. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But look, 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 but, but look, I don't call you that, and you're my friend. No, I, I think what he's trying to say is because I I agree with some of the points that you were saying, but you mentioned that you don't think that white folks or folks that are not black understand how we deliver the word and or the context sometimes. I think we've had decades for them to figure out exactly what that means, the context, you know, how to say it, et cetera, et cetera. I think at the end of the day, 
I think they all know, like, I don't think they all got that is a word I that you, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's something that they all sit around and, and ponder over, you know, I, I don't uh, think I, you know, during their lives. I don't think, I don't you know, think I really don't. either. I think that's kind of, I think that's kind of just one of those things that, uh, you, you kind of, you know, somebody has taught them, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if it's, you, look, you would think so, but <clears throat> it shows that some people just don't know any different. They don't some, care. Some they don't care. Don't. They oh, don't care. Look, look, and, like, yeah. and, and that's true too. Do they care that's also true. Some people mm -hmm. don't even care, you know. But but there. But now you got some people. You everybody. Everybody grew up that grew up in a black neighborhood might have one, two white white friends that they know in school. There's that one white guy, yeah. you know, white Tony on on the block, whatever. You know what? He's not allowed to say what everybody's around him is saying. Now exactly. he has a whole different understanding. Oh. Yeah, he's got a whole different understanding. Whereas you got everybody who lives. Look, we're in Charleston, right? Yeah. These look. It's not like they. These people spend so much time. You go to let's say Portugal High School. There's no black people hardly that go to Portugal High School. Every time, and trust me, a lot of these white kids use that word, and there's nobody to check them because they think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Right, they think it's cool. Now they now they get out and and now they're like, oh, I'm I go to College of Charleston now. I'm gonna go party in this in this club where now it might be, you know, seventy percent white, thirty percent black. But now they want to rap along this song. Nobody's ever yes. told them, hey man, that's not cool. Those thirty percent black don't check these dudes. You don't think even in Charleston, the birthplace of slavery, that somebody is like. Teaching they ask, like, okay, when I'm around my friends, it's cool, but you don't think nobody nowhere is like maybe I, that's, I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people, honestly, who who just who don't care to even talk about it because it's it's a non-factor to them because it, it doesn't bother them, because it yeah. doesn't affect them. Until right? it affects that, affects, mm -hmm. that affects us. Yeah. Right? That affects us. And look, that's like, look. A racist will never know just how racist they are if they're never around black people. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? Well, I would uh if you yell at me. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna let you finish, but why the fuck you always eating on this fucking show, man? That man got a fork and fork and knife just like hey, it's no, good no, look, size. Damn it. This six eleven here. Eating, he's either eating. <laughs> He's drinking or he's driving. Sometimes he's drinking and driving. No, yeah, don't do that. Don't do put him on last. No, he's not. Allegedly. A5. Allegedly. What that? Oh, Lord. That look all right right there. Man, Wagyu. Yeah, that's that Japanese A5 Wagyu. Bow down to a real player from the Himalayas. Okay. Get back to Tony Romo real quick. bro. Get back to Tony Romo real quick. What do y'all think the repercussions are going to be? I have the magic eight. Oh, yeah. see. He's no, still getting the, ma the Mama Asuka award. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you do that, no, because you cut me off. Look, a racist ain't really racist if they ain't got nobody to be racist against because they're just prejudiced. They just hate you. They're not really racist until they got power. Right. Well, no, I can hate who I want, mean, but if I can't act mean. on my hate, it's meaningless. I could be right. like, I could be like, man, fuck them Aborigines or something, right? But it don't mean nothing because I ain't in Australia. The moment I move down there and I won't let them go to the water fountain or some goofy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Aboriginal water fountain. But that's what I mean. But look, but that's that's there's an aboriginal fountain over on this side. People who come up with all these ideologies of right, wrong, and all this stuff, they may not really get the full picture of it all until they're around some people who disagree with them or it affects those people. Right. So that that's kind of what I mean, Nick. You know. All right, we're gonna let we're gonna let this we're gonna shoot this horse because uh, go ahead with the eight ball. Hold on, go ahead Hold with on. the eight ball. Will Tony Romo have a job? He's gonna have yeah, a job. Man. Outlook Please. not so good. Whatever, man. He gonna have a job, but he but today he's still he's still getting the Madre Asuka award though. He's still getting the Madre Asuka award, yo. Stop acting like a fucking hood rat and bring your black ass home. You, you've been all been gone for three damn days, four days. Like you don't care nothing about nobody. You like you don't even exist no more. So get your black ass home because I had cooked meat bone. I had cooked ham uh, uh, and pinto bean and buttermilk cornbread yesterday. Wait, no, you to bring your ass home. You out running around with your hood rat ass buddies. I ain't gonna lie. That, that buttermilk cornbread sound all right. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> moving on to something a little more uplifting. Yeah, uplifting black men in the communities. There was, well, I shouldn't say there was. There is a show. Um, God dang, what is all of that? There's a show. Um, and I think it just, I'm gonna tell you, it just started. Is that the drinking uh, noise? Are we supposed to drink? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Hold on. I don't know if it's a drinking noise. I'll just drink anyway. How about that? Oh, okay. Okay. That, that works. Um, <laughs> the, there was, a, there's a recent, what is this thing? Where is this thing? Um, <clears throat> so there's a, a podcast called Nine's Comfy Couch. You can check it out on YouTube. Uh, these three women were sitting around chit-chatting about something that was pretty, pretty interesting. I want to know y'all thoughts on this here. Um, let me see. So what comes to mind when I think about uplifting a black man in the community is mm, giving them grace and emotional support and just simply letting them know that we believe in them. We know that y'all are going through it. We know that y'all have been going through it for a long time now. Centuries. Yes. And I think that my generation, we are starting to pour into that experience, acknowledge that experience, and take from that experience Mm -hmm. and build everyone up as a collective, Mm -hmm. period. Um, I think when it comes to uplifting black men in the community, I think that we have to learn how to communicate with them because I'm learning that y'all communicate a little bit different, you know? Amen. Okay, so that's that's my take on it. Straight action, like, can we hear you? (laughs) Right, right. right. So I would definitely say, like, the emotional support, giving them grace, and learning how to or understanding them as they communicate. So I would say as a black woman, one thing that I can do to show the black men in the community that I'm uplifting them is listen to them to understand what they're saying and not just to respond. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I like the fact that a lot of black men are now holding themselves accountable. Mm. So that's what I think about when I think about uplifting 
-hmm. black men in the community. Period. All right. Uh, what say y'all? Of course, that was only like the the very beginning of their podcast. Like I said, check it out, Nine's Comfy Couch, on YouTube. Uh, what do y'all think about that? Is communication that big of a barrier between black men and 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 women of color? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So? Yeah. Why? Yeah, it is. Because we live in alternate realities. We still exist in the rules that have always existed for us, um, for Black men, where you're basically clawing and scratching against your white male counterparts to to be able to feed yourself. Scratching and surviving. Good times. Hold up. That's it? I thought you were going to say another part of that song. Hang <laughs> in it. Good time. Okay. Okay. You really let me down, Wig. You really let me down. No, but women, women's reality, particularly black women's reality, has changed over the past 40, 50 years. How so? With things like, with things like quotas, and, and, and um, like if a company, if the government says, hey, we'll give you a bonus if you got blacks employed and women's employed, who gets the job? A black woman. So black women's earning potential has shot up. Black men's hasn't shot up the same way black women's have. So now that the black women who already have been hyper empowered to exist without black men, now it's been doubled down on, and now they, they don't even hear black men anymore, in my opinion. I don't think black women hear black men. Now, when they get 30 to their late 30s, they start hearing again because their eggs is running out. <laughs> their eggs is running out. With that big eggs running out. You come down all the time smelling like that. Look. And look, their biological clocks start talking to them. And they and they want a black man because most black women want babies with a with a black man. Dino, but by Dino, the end, so Dino they will listen. No, no. I mean, I, look, I don't I don't think he's wrong. I think I think in a lot of a lot of ways, some of the some of the look. First of all, I think we all know right now in the black community, women um, women have have a larger percentage of degrees. Um, how we look at uh, education. Uh, that that definitely feeds into uh, we talk about job placement, job opportunities. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're absolutely right. For the longest time, you know, black women have had to do a lot of things on their own. You know, with with the way that the traditional family structure um, is or is not. Um, so I, I don't I don't think that you're wrong. Um, I think in a lot of cases, a lot of women and, and a lot of men expectations are a lot different you know we as men one mature a whole lot slower than women um that's just the truth you know i think most of us are still somewhat knuckleheads um we just have somebody who will tolerate us um you know women women you know women are if, if if you know just being honest want somebody who is you know going to be a partner a lot of times we're taught to be the provider 
not necessarily the partner. So the communication is different. Mm. Um, yeah, Brooke, I don't think Dr. Brooks is wrong at all. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and that is true because, like, uh, if if you're with somebody and they ask you a question, depending on what the question is and when they ask it, you really be all in your feelings because, like you said, you're taught to be a provider, not a partner. And providers provide. They don't ask for permission to provide. They don't ask for input to provide. They just do it. So when you get questioned about anything, it could be su- something super simple. It's just like, oh, so why don't, so, so why aren't we doing this? Excuse me. You know what I mean? That's a that's an obstacle. That's something that's deep deep down in us. That I guess if we changed things, could be a lot smoother. Um, call it machismo, yeah. whatever you want to call it. We just. I don't know, man. I mean, I personally find it hard I, I think to, to you're let right. go sometimes. You know, I get questioned. I'm like, mm-hmm. who are you questioning? But it's not, they're just trying to get some information, you know? Mm-hmm. I also right. think it just right. comes into like the, and I can only speak from my relationship and my past relationships. So to talk about where I'm coming from. And I just think about how fortunate and lucky I am that I fell in love with somebody that, understands me you know this older than me too i think that also helps because you know we talk about how we mature slower than our significant others you know my wife is four years older than me so she was like oh mature and so i would like to do dumb shit like whenever in our early beginnings of our relationship saying that you know whenever she pissed me off instead of communicating the way that she said something to me and I'd be like, okay, mom, now I'll do this shit in public and like piss her ass off, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Damn. So that's, yeah. You know? <laughs> There's some fighting words right there. Oh, bro. oh, oh. Right? Holy shit. <laughs> like, you know, ooh, and like, you know, we would have these like battles sometimes, like even in public. But I would say that that's bad. I'm mature because <laughs> of the person that I was with. And like we understood each other, and we had no choice but to communicate with each other. You know, we got to be, we got that programming early. Otherwise, we weren't gonna fucking make it. Yeah. So, I would say the communication is a key. But I, I have seen like you know what these women are talking. Well, y'all were talking about where, especially Dr. Brooks, saying that the women are the high performers, are the high earners. They are in now. And I've seen some instances where some women have held that over their partner's face, in their partner's face. Damn. And they make yeah. it. In their partners. In, yes, yes. In their <laughs> face. In so. their face. <laughs> now, now, look, and, here, and here's the thing I say about that, because it does happen, absolutely. You know, and, and, and I don't know if it's, some people feel like, hey, that's some type of motivation. You know, I don't I don't think there's anybody who's with somebody necessarily wants to do that to hold it. This, we're not in high school here, you know, but the reality is, is, is when you do hold that over people's head, it almost it builds a resentment, you know, for some of the choices that's been made. Yeah. But uh, you know, still, it, it breaks down communication, you know, when when it's when it, when the, the conversation the where we feel like or where somebody feels like they're uplifting as opposed to tearing down, you know, but they, usually that's because there's no communication. Right. So, so no, I, I, I think Brooks is spot on, man. Normally, I yeah. disagree with your ass, but on the in this case, you're pretty damn mm-hmm. right. Look what you did with the church's money. Look, <laughs> I think it's very easy for us to sit up here and talk our shit 
when we 40 plus. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we're 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 like really men, like with mortgages and families, and we talk from a level-headed place. You couldn't have this conversation with me no damn. Maybe 10 years ago I, I was closer to this than I was, but 20 years ago, nah. yeah, I ain't have sure. no damn clue on how to treat a woman. On I thought I had a clue. Everything was based on death row records. So you could see oh how it was going. That's a joke, but real talk, I was taking a lot of my cues because I didn't have a father in the home because the government gave my mom an out with Section 8 and food stamps and shit. So why would she have a husband or marry my dad or why wouldn't they make things work when the government going to foot the bill? So my example of what being a man of the house looked like, I took from the Cosby Show and Martin. I swear to God on my mama. And that was enough. That was, well, Martin, you know, Martin had Gina and shit and they was going through it, but they got married. So I got married. Real talk. Anybody listening? I really did take my cues. Martin had to, was talking with Gina. He he did the right thing. He married her. He squared up and they worked through their issues. I was trying to do that. It made sense to me to do that. Um, Bill Cosby or the Cosby show, he, he had a wife, he had kids, and they had life lessons. That's what literally like my TV daddy was Bill Cosby, right? He was also drug and so I, Don't forget that part. But anyway, go ahead. He Allegedly. <laughs> he was allegedly drugging bitches. He was giving them, what do you say, quaaludes? But they was asking for the quaaludes. <laughs> so he could be drugging bitches. Give me something to make what? me feel good. Give me something to make me feel better. But, um... So I'm just saying, it's easy for us as grown-ass men to say, hey, this is what it is. Black that. women need to communicate better. It ain't the it ain't the ones in our age bracket that need to worry about it. We done figured it out enough to survive yeah. mm-hmm. and hopefully thrive. I'm, I'm willing to bet most yeah. of you are thriving in your relationship. Yeah. Except, except, for, uh, except for King Dino, because he has to really work on his figure, because he's out of shape <laughs> like a motherfucker. And if he don't get back in the gym soon, he's losing his main squeeze. I put that on everything. And you know that's why he stay in there, though. He's scared. (laughs) He got eight muscles. I'm probably eight more muscles. (laughs) He got a muscular nostril. His nostrils is muscular. I'll 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 take that motivation. (laughs) But but look, man. But y'all are right. You know, look, we are all in our 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 forties you know, mid forties, in my case, late forties. And, and there's a lot of things that I figured out because I was married before, you know, I, I was married before and, and I'm not that, that much of a different person, but I'm definitely s- smarter from it. Um, you know, just understanding how to deescalate, how to make sure that the communication is, is in the forefront of my thought process. Um, and, and look, not, not to say it's always perfect because it's not, um, but but the effort's always going to be there, you know. So you know I, you're, you're right, man. These these kids today, you know, mm-hmm. and especially for those kids who don't have those those role models, you know, those people look at and 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 now try to emulate the the things that are going correct. You know, what do we have uh, that most kids are listening to nowadays? I mean, I, and I don't I don't mean to say it's 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 the fault of artists, but music and videos. You know how how do we judge success? money, you no know, frivolous things that really don't mean much. 
you know, these, these things are, are, are in the forefront of, of their thought process. So how do we change that, you know, as, in, in, our, in our community, as a community? You know, I think conversations like this, but we just having this conversation with ourselves. But like I said, I've said this in the podcast with, with you guys, you know, but, but to get out and start being that example, to start teaching, you know, to start mentoring, you know, is, is, is what we definitely have to do. For those who are listening, if you've got the time, because you can change that, even if it's one person, you know, you can you can change what what's going on and, and break that chain. You know, man, that's that's there's, the only way to do it, man. We take responsibility. There's, but there's still the reality is. Hold on, let me ask Chad. Um, was your mom and dad together? Are they still together? That was a great question. I was just thinking about that when we were talking about how you were, didn't have a father at home. I actually saw my parents' marriage fall apart. And I actually made a vow. I was a teenager when they got divorced. Uh, my mom wanted to take a break from my father. And my father basically said, okay, well, take, take as long as you need. Matter of fact, take the rest of your life and wound up remarrying. I mean, I'm being callous to my dad, but um, that's how I saw it when they wound up getting a divorce when I was a sophomore in high school. And I said then, like, if I ever got married, or when I got married, because I knew I was always going to get married, because I, you know, always had a girlfriend, you know, I was like, you know, being with a partnership, that I'm not going to have a marriage fall apart like this did, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to work at it, you know, and we've been together, like together together for over 20 years. Um, but we've been married 16. So I basically had to grow with her. We had to grow together, you know. And I forgot where I saw it from, but I saw a quote on the net when I was on some rabbit hole that said that a couple had a saying whenever the whenever they had um, issues with their marriage. Do you want to have comfort or do you want to talk solutions? Whatever's bothering you. And that's real. That's really like, what are we going to talk about if we don't wind up arguing? Hey, I can answer the question. Go ahead. No, I was going to answer uh, Nick's question. Like, uh, yeah, I came from a two-parent household originally, but I didn't. <laughs> Let me ask you this, and if, if it's not getting too personal. Go ahead. When, now that you are older, do you have a greater understanding for what your father went through. Because for me, the older I get, the better I understand some of the stuff that mm -hmm. he has dealt with when it comes to relationship stuff. Yeah, because you were right there. <laughs> you were right then, bro. Yeah. You know, you were there. As a matter of fact, um, there was an episode, I'm not sure if you remember this, but where when it was coming upon, I realized that they weren't going to get back. That you said that I was bad, but to answer your question, um, yeah, I totally understand where he's coming from. Like I said, I apologies to him. It's my dad. It was callous when I described it, but that's what I saw. But as I do get older, they weren't happy. They weren't happy. That's the reason she needed a break from him. And when she left, that was I'm not going to say an excuse. I don't know what's how his mind was working, but that was the reason why he was just like, I can't do this anymore either. You know, I'm not happy. You know, so I do understand where he was coming from as a man, as older I got. Yeah. 
Dr. Cause... Brooks, you got a smirk on your face. What's good? What you got? His brain is working. You can, you can see it bubbling well, because, up. Hey, when when Carrie was talking, this is all I heard. Hold up. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I ever, yeah, when when I, it was like I've always had a girlfriend, you know, and I, I said if I ever fall in love, she gonna have to be my friend. I was like, oh shit, he's a full blown macaroni. This motherfucker's gonna be beat red. Candy <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> hey, you tell him we're gonna be friends, girl, to the end. Boy, she hey, would his ass if he true. didn't know. So, but, but pretty much. But you, you know why? Got some special um, significance. <laughs> but they're both like nine feet tall. America and China. Whoever else is listening. One member on the cast is ten feet tall, and his wife is nine foot fifteen. <laughs> they both greeted me. I was like, "What in the basketball hoop?" <laughs> they blocked my shot. I wasn't even shooting. <laughs> Love I went to throw something in the trash. He just showed up, blocked my shit, said, get that shit out of here, little man. Shit out of here. And, and left. <laughs> and left. Didn't even say nothing else. Ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my, oh my gosh. What's our next topic? It's funny that you uh, that you asked that because um, it's it's a doozy uh, as as it as it were. It's, um, oh, well, I kind of got to do this with it. Random-ish. All right, so there have been uh, songs and everything about this particular concept, and the concept that I'm actually speaking of is one of uh, flying somebody out. Um, it's almost is is a step up from getting dinner for somebody, but just listen to this. Not 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 that. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're 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 down with it and everything, but but this. If a man fly you out, are you are you, you fucking? You fucking? So oh, you're not going if you're not. I'm not going if I'm not fucking. <laughs> so why do women do that now? Because they want a free trip. They're but if they not fucking, game. I feel like just be real and say that though. They, they want they want to have you. Fly me out of town. We got I'm fucking as soon as we get there. I feel like that's protocol. You, protocol he says now here's the thing it this is has come back up because and i can't remember where i saw the article but apparently allegedly if you will there was a young man who uh he flew a young lady out and well nothing transpired so he i guess he called i'll tell you i'm (laughs) in her (laughs) he, he was trying to be a gentleman and and I guess it was at her request, she didn't feel comfortable just all of a sudden them getting a room together. So he got her her own room. Um, they were they weren't joining rooms, they were across from one another. So he flies the young lady out, gives her the keys to her room, this then the third, knocks on her door to get ready to go to dinner, and she's in there with somebody else. So he's shocked. And appalled. Um, <laughs> Define somebody else. Look, somebody else was in the room he, he, clapping is, cheeks. 
Like a man, a male. Yeah, dude. Was, dude. Uh, Another apparently, they had um, just finished clapping cheeks, right? Uh, of sexual clap cheeking age. I'm at choir rehearsal. Um. Uh. Uh. No. Nah. But real talk. So he goes downstairs. He cancels, you know, the room and this, that, and the third. So of course, folks is coming up like, "Oh, you're not supposed to be in here." And she's like, "What's going on?" And she's cussing him out and everything else because, um, how am I supposed to get home? I don't have no place to stay. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, people were kind of eating him up in the messages and in the DMs and the whatever, uh, trying to drag him. Um, and some folks were like, "No, he was well within his rights to do so." What do y'all think of that? I mean, we're not in no position to fly nobody out. We fly with our with our people, different places. So, well, not only that, man. Look, this is this is this is when trying to be that ball of backfires on you. He kind of he kind of deserved what he got, but you know what? At the same time, like she's gonna do something like that. She deserves what she got too. Both of them deserve what they got. He's an idiot for doing that in the first place. I'm sorry, man. Look, you 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 better have some understanding. You are gonna take the time put in the, the the investment of flying somebody there better be some kind of understanding if not you're just stupid right yeah from that perspective yes i agree he he's a damn idiot um things like that uh that could have gone another way he could not have been a gentleman he could have you know that just could have gone all types of way now you're gonna be in the room um, with me and then see kind of see where she go from there um, me personally, I'm going to be like, um, look, I'm not trying to be funny or anything, but when I see you, I'm not trying to say I expect something, but it's like understood, like, you know, I ain't trying to like push up, but it is expensive. So if you come down, it's me and you. Men are under the impression no, that you. women don't think and feel the same way they do. We just present it in a different format. Yeah. Sometimes we don't want to talk to y'all asses either. We just want you to come over and fuck something to get the fuck out of here. We don't want to see here and listen. We don't care about your hopes and your dreams either, bitch. We <laughs> we got shit to do too. I had to. That's how you know. Look, yeah. Dino Hughley. Y'all remember? I'm Dino just like Hughley saying, like you know, Dino said it. Like you know, if you're an idiot, like, gentleman thing is. I don't know. Being a gentleman <laughs> that, is played that out. That comes back. Look. That no, not being played out. Not being played out. No, I'm just hey, like saying. No, like, no, no, no. No, no, that that's not what I'm saying piece. at all. That, that comes back to that communication piece. Yes. Look, that, that comes right back down to communication piece. For some reason, people have a hard time expressing their expectations and demands. And, they, and we talk demands, we say it like that's a bad thing. It's not. You have expect, every single person here has some type of expectations of who they with. Every, every single one of us here has an expectation, except for Nick Brooks. He has no no laws, no rules. I don't have no But, but we all have expectations. <laughs> hey, hey, but you know what? At the same time, every one of us who have a significant other here, that significant other also has expectations of us. And that stuff has clearly been stated. We know it already. So there's no there's no question with that. Communication's there. That dude, man, you're not communicating. You deserve that, brother. Agreed. Damn. You deserve that. that. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn. Come on, dog. First of all, I think, I, I don't know if it's the same stories, but Wig might have put a two on a 10 on that one. Cause I know what story, or at least I think I know what story he's talking about where the dude flew her out and they, I thought they sit in the same room, but she ain't um, giving no cat. That was now, but even if, okay. 
so clearly we're at the point. It's an epidemic. This is <laughs> this is, is this it's, a, a, it's an epidemic. <laughs> this is an epidemic. Okay, King Dino, you cannot when you was dating your sweetheart go to a restaurant. She be like, "Oh, I want to get two drinks." She be like, "Girl, get the two drinks." And then some whole another big ass muscular motherfucker come sit down there and start drinking that drink. No, yeah. There's an expectation. If somebody get in the room, they get in the room because they don't want to be naked in the bed with you or nothing. They don't want to catch that that meat. Well, <laughs> they don't want to catch that Arby. We have the meat. So you're saying if I'm if I'm at a bar and, and I buy somebody a drink and she turn and pass it to a whole dude. But but look, is she there with me? And y'all on a date? If, if, look, that look. If we're on a date and mm -hmm. she does something like that, she's getting cursed out, and that date's over. That's all there is. Okay, doing. that's what he did. He brought her on a date. She got flewed out. That's a three day date. That's like a damn. Ex that's an excursion look, at that point. Look, make no mistake. Buying a drink you remember Janet Jackson escapade? Buying a drink for somebody is not flying them somewhere. That that you can't. Well, that means the level is even higher. If I fly, Dino, if I fly you out to Seattle right now, you're gonna have to. You go. Matter of fact, if I try to fly you out, you better not come out here because it's going down. I think, I think all of us has, have bought a drink for somebody just to buy them a drink. Yeah, have a good time. But, but that. But 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 there's no the, the expectation. There's no expectations with that. You flying somebody out, bro? How much? It, look to fly to what's the cheapest flight out of here? Spirit Airlines. Hey, and that's still gonna that's still like, what that, that's still gonna cost you a stack. So what I'm saying is 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 it's not it's not the same. There was clearly no communication because that should have been something they talked about. Hey, you gonna come here? You staying with me? Wait, hold on. So, so let me ask. So, if your son was um, stationed, I can't remember what. Uh, I think he's just make he's, up. He's in the military, and he was in the in in Hawaii, and he flies a girl he's talking to in in, in the states out to Hawaii, mm -hmm. and she comes out there and Define she's like talking to. Like they've been flirting on the interwebs. Nah, nah, not flirting. Sending pictures nah. of their genitalia. Hey, they, either, they either dating or they not. No, 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 no. Okay, dating's a generic ass term, but I'm gonna just say they are <laughs> dating. Okay. They're dating. She flies out to Hawaii, and he's like, "Oh, okay, we gonna stay at my place." She's like, "Well, I'd be much more comfortable in a hotel because I don't." Why wanna... was that not discussed before they flew out? Oh. But who's making the the sex the sex contract before they get Bro, together? Yeah, it, it, what are you talking? Can it, I do it, anal or no? Are we? It's not, even, look, no? it's not even. It's not even a sex contract. It's hey, I would like you to come out and spend some time with me. Can I fly you out to spend some time with me? It's not, so, can I, it's not, can I fly you out so you can go link up with another dude? That's, so that's if you had to bet money that this dude flew her out, do you think this dude flew, you, like, no, no, fuck money. We're going to make it real scary. You got to bet your whole entire life. on the did, did He flew her out with the understanding she was coming out for there for them? Or she was coming out there just to chill in Houston or Miami? No, no, no. Look, I guarantee you. He flew her out with the idea that she's coming out there to be with him. Yes. But mm -hmm. still, you have to communicate that. Not like somebody else. <laughs> look, look, the communication should have been like, hey, you know what? 
I'm comfortable coming out there, but I'd like to stay in my own room. Okay, well, I tell you mm -hmm. what, you fly out here and I'll buy you a room. Mm. Or, or you fly here and you've you been out the game too long, player. The rules change. Do you know in basketball you can carry and travel now? <laughs> Facts. Hey. Hey, you know what? Well, well, to me, I'm just trying to tell you. Hey, hey, to me, They're not dealing like, like this change. no more. Look, look, to me, to me, it sounds like they need to change back because what's going on is things are too complicated for people like this guy to make smart decisions. Well, to make any other decision, don't don't you have the uh, the risk of being labeled uh, toxic masculinity or something? Don't you don't you yeah. have that risk? Now, whoa, 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 back up a second. She decided she wanted the room after he had flown her out there and gotten one room. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, right. Here's yes. your ticket. Here's your ticket back. I'm not paying for a second room. Here's your ticket back. Okay. Deuces. Once she got exactly. there, exactly. Oh, she hey, didn't feel. You comfortable. know what I would have did? I would have just canceled it. If I paid for the room, I'd have canceled my room and then got the room key that other room. Now we all in there. Freak a leak. No. <laughs> Don't clap for that. Trying to be too baller for your own good, and that backfired on him. I think he he deserved what he got, and at the same time, she deserved what she got. So that she, she she's wrong for that too. She got karma. You know? She's breaking up households. She still got a free trip out of it. <laughs> Just saying. Man, she got a free trip out of it. She got a trip. Nope. Gentlemanly saying did not work for him. Got gentlemanliness played out. out. Just be okay. I'll say this. Just because he flew her out does not mean she owes him sex. That's okay? true. Nobody said that. That is true. Okay. It, that. it does not mean she owes him that we're going to occupy the same sleeping quarters. That's a dis that's a discussion, that's brother. Discussed. Okay. That's a discussion. But hey, I do, I do not think his expectation is unrealistic that he rented a room for her to have sex in. I think if he, she does owe him the respect of giving right. him her time and attention because he didn't fly her out for a business meeting for Sony or something. He flew her out to meet and be with her. But I mean, there's a lot of what ifs though. And you know, like I know, if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, look, look, I, I, I get what you're saying. I know you're playing devil's advocate, but we mm -hmm. all know, you know, the reality is, is, is there's a discussion that we just talked about it. You know, the communication piece is not there. Right. So, so expectations. All right. What are, Hey, what are your expectations? Now, if I'm in her shoes and somebody's flying me somewhere, maybe I should state my expectations before I say, mm -hmm. sure, I'm going to come out to wherever you are. Mm -hmm. That's just, I mean, I mean what it, you, what you think though, really though, people just, I'm just going to spend money on you because you're my friend. <laughs> Sometimes just like, I don't know. Like, well, what do you expect? You're going to fly me out. What are we going to do? What do you, what do you want from me? Okay. But we, <laughs> Here's a reality too, though. It's a world we live in. A world with hella simp's in it. There's a lot of simp's in the world. Yeah, and sir. they may Simpson, not. Simpson and they don't have no game, and they ain't getting none. They don't even know the game. So, but in the video I saw the other dude, he seemed like he knew what time it was, and that's why he flipped out and handled his business the way he did. Mm. But. It could have been a simp dude that flew her out and like, yeah, I'll take care. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're my baby. And and then he was like, I don't like the fact you're in another room with Tyrell. Ooh. <laughs> not, not, not Tyrell. 
Dang. You said he's your cousin, but every time I walk by, it's not like you guys are doing the slow clap. <laughs> God, damn. what's the guy's name? Norbit. <laughs> yeah. Shadow Trent. <laughs> I mean, it it does happen. It does happen. I shit. I might have been a simp a time or two in my life. Not macaroni, Tony. Yeah, macaroni, Tony. I'm no baloney homie, but they might have got me a couple times. They was on me. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I can get got too. We all get got at some point in our life. Okay, hold on. I think <laughs> like I don't know which one this is. Hold on, I don't know which one this is. I'm not going. What you was playing your mixtape? What was that? No. You trying to go? No, it's uh, flute out gone wrong. Um, I think this this might be. I don't know. Hold on. Welcome back to my channel, or if y'all are new, welcome. Make sure I hit that subscribe button. Join. I don't need to hear all that. Of course, it is about the time that I traveled to Los Angeles. Mm. I got flewed out. So let's go ahead and just get into like the background of the Oshadig. So it started with like. I don't know. I rem I just received like a message on Instagram from this guy, and um, like I I was gonna ignore it at first. I I actually did ignore him at first. Like he was like replying to my stories and everything. I need her to get on with the story. I just was ignoring it because you know sometimes we as women just do that. And yeah, so like he replied again and. I remember just being like, okay, let me just reply to him. I don't know why I replied to him because I normally do not be like replying to my messages. Oh my gosh. How many times are you going to say I that? I get better at that, but like I literally just don't be doing it sometimes. And so I replied to him and Scooch. like LA is just different. Like it's more that you can do there. I've been to LA. Scooch. Really feeling him in this season, this particular season. Oh, and God. like literally on my la trip like my birthday trip Jeez. i hung out with him like almost every day and mind you okay. i was on the trip with my sister but my sister was doing her thing i believe she had a friend out in la too but she was just you know we had rented the car she was whipping that thing like we, me and her would do whipping something like during the day or so i wasn't really tripping when he kept like stressing like friends and everything like i was like okay cool but you know when you deep down you do kind of like this person and i didn't really i didn't what happened? Can you help me out some way? Like, hello? You know, and so of course I always talk to God. I talk to him. Okay. Come on. Like, there was just like many times where he would tell me stories. I can't. I can't. She's doing way too much talking. I don't see how. You I'm know, she going. reminded me of. She reminded me of that woman in um, coming to America that says she's gonna be a model and an actress. Exactly. And That's exactly what she sounded like. Oh man, and I'm gonna be. This is like doing this. And, uh... Look. I, you know what, man? And, and I, I mean, I don't want to say that's a stereotypical, you know, just look, look she, she clearly has an idea, has, has an agenda, things that she wants to do and everything. And I'm not calling her wrong for that, but I think he's got to just be smarter than that. You know, she's going to do what she's allowed to do. And, and she's just, he's just dumb enough to just, all right, hey, I saw you on Instagram. I'm gonna message you. Um, I'll I'm sorry, fly man. you there's, out. There's, there's a, yeah, um, there's how many? There's tons of beautiful people on Instagram. All right, you saw one. Oh, I want to spend all my monies on her. Man, you're an idiot, bro. 
yeah, he gonna spend some monies on me. <laughs> I remember Megan yeah. Good said that in uh, what's that, Waist Deep? Yeah. Yeah, he gonna spend some yeah. monies on me. He gonna spend some monies. Like, you know, dude, you, you deserve it. You deserve that, bro. Yeah, that's ugly. I mean, you know what? Some folks, they, they are in a position where that little bit of pocket change for a ticket ain't hurting them none. You know what I mean? And kudos no, that, to them. No, that, that's cool. But that's these cool, folks that's struggling. he's mad at what happened. Exactly. Yeah, and he's mad at what happened. Yeah. Look, look, he might have the money. He's mad at the situation. Well, you should have communicated that. Well, he clearly, he, oh, go ahead. There's an element too. If you get flued out and then you sleep with a dude, you're basically on prostitution status at that point. Fair statement, so, sir. It's almost, it's, it's almost her responsibility to be a little difficult. Now, I don't know if it's her responsibility to put some more meat in the bun. But don't I'm you worry sad. about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. I'm just saying. Now, man, hey, look, you know, hopefully he just learned his lessons from that, man. It's like, it's almost like somebody who gets scammed, you know. I, I hope he just kind of thinks about, you know, what what what's going on here because there's plenty of people who are gonna take advantage of him like that. I think that's the worst part right there. I'm not, not even mad at the situation except, bro, you got taken advantage of. Played. <laughs> Played. Dude, you have to be I'd be like, what'd you do for all my frequent flyer spirit, Miles? Oh, this is awful. Yeah, you played yourself. I mean, it's that simple. Well, what yeah. is it? Wait next, wait, wait next hell. You raggedy trick. Getting <laughs> <laughs> them oranges thrown at his ass. Leather vest in the summer. Summertime wearing. That brother hey, looking yes. tacky. Hey, don't wear a leather vest in the summer. I'm just saying. All right. Let's do the damn thing. I think that horse is dead. This has been another fine episode of All That Ish. Follow us on Instagram, fanbase, Facebook, and Twitter at All That Ish underscore official. And give us a call at 757 504 0829. This episode has been brought to you in part by Black Touch. Giving a touch of class to fucking. <laughs> and, 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 and Dino's Pizzeria. We put a little extra cheese on that bitch. Get some. Take care. Your mama.